1: Woo! The Kids Do Big Sack
0: Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Mr. AD. I'm sitting here with my co host, not Deion Sanders, but primetime.
1: What's going on, y'all? It's me. It's me. It's the Prime. And I'm ready to get on with this, uh, you know, this podcast. Since you know, we gotta talk about Wrong
0: Smackdown. Yeah, there has been a, a couple things that uh, I have to do first before we get to Wrong Smackdown. So, uh, my apologies. Last weekend, last weekend was Wizard World Comic Con, The their coalition had to go. Uh, we went and covered the whole event. There will be a video, hopefully, coming out uh, within tomorrow. Uh, or well, by the time you listen to this today, uh, the video should be coming out or, or, or this weekend. We, we're doing our best we can because, like I said, we are. I, I am getting ready to get married, and especially this next month. So I'm very excited about that. And I'm just like, we got so much work to do, and that's why there wasn't a, a wrestling podcast last weekend. And I mean, just like the wrestling section in Wizard World was kind of sad, but. There was no wrestling podcast, so if you guys expected a wrestling podcast last week, I we do apologize. There was a nerd gas, uh, there was a nerd gas talk one, because we did that one before, but once Friday hit, we were going 0-100, to 100, like Drake said, and we just could not slow down. So that's the reason why there wasn't a podcast last week. So, I do apologize right, for... What'd you say? I said, alright, Mardo, Ronaldo. Oh yeah, I mean, you, you, you gotta sell it and, and, and do the job right. Uh, also, Let's get the bills paid. Make sure you guys check out Spacious Productions who is our um our company that we are assigned to. Uh, thank you for them guys that got us some free tickets to go into Wizard World. You know, uh, that production company is great. So make sure you check them out. Head them up on their website and check out their Mark and Dark show that comes up. It's a weekly episode where you talk about all things in geek culture and stuff like that. So they're really, really good for that. And make sure you guys check out the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast on all the podcast apps. If you have Android, we're on Stitcher. If you have iTunes, we are – if you have uh, iPhone, we're on iTunes. We're on Google Play cloud and Speaker along with the Special Productions website. So we're all over the place so you guys can see it. And the last thing I want to get into is I apologize if anybody has been trying to want to see my Raw and SmackDown reviews. I usually uh, have up the, pre- the next morning after the show, but I did one for Raw two weeks ago, but Raw and SmackDown just have not been so good to the point where I need to go out my way and stop my busy schedule to make a review about them. But however, you don't forget about the subscribers and people who listen to your channel to try to make this thing grow. So I we're going to talk about Raw and SmackDown this previous week along with NXT and catch up on our fantasy points. And we're going to uh, talk about you know the new deal that's been going on. And uh, so that's where we're at, where I think we're pretty much caught up right, Prompt. Do you agree? Uh, pretty much, pretty much. Uh, yeah, like, uh, is your top five ever coming back?
1: It's coming back, but, you know, there's not really much in WWE to really have a top five about.
0: I mean, well, you, you have a top five for all over wrestling.
1: Yeah, well, you know, haven't really been watching much lately this past week.
0: Oh, because it, are you just sitting there ready for all in?
1: Yes, I'm ready for All In. I'm ready for uh, Dominion. I'm ready for a lot of stuff coming up.
0: When when does that the Dominion show come out?
1: I keep forgetting the date, but it's coming soon. New I think it's, it like, maybe a, a month before All In. So, yeah. Oh, should be it, interesting. I think it's like it's like New Japan's Summer Slam, in a sense. Oh, okay. It's like one of their main
0: pay-per-views. Okay. That sounds good to me. All right, well, you know, let's get on to the biggest news here, which is that uh, Fox has acquired WWE SmackDown Live. Can you believe that, first off? SmackDown Live Uh, is going back to primetime television in 2019. Yeah, I, I like it. I, 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 I mean, well, I mean, look now, see now. When did you start watching wrestling?
1: Uh, watching, watching, or like sprinkles bits.
0: No, I'm talking about when you do you start watching wrestling. In
1: 2007,
0: ish. Okay. Well, you are not part of. The majority that, you know, started back when I started watching wrestling in 92, so I know I'm showing my age. I don't even think he was born yet, were you? Not
1: yet.
0: <laughs> he You said
1: what?
0: Called me by two years. Called me by two years. So, yeah, uh 92 is when I started watching wrestling. And then, of course, when the Asher hit. So, in 1999, SmackDown was born, and they played on UPN. And that was the show, because now everybody... That is around my age. He said, hey, I'm, I I started the ad to there, because the ad to the showed SmackDown on free TV where everybody didn't have USA or TNN when Raw moved over there. So, SmackDown went to UPN, then it returned to the CW, then it went to Friday Night SmackDown, then it went to the sci-fi is sci-fi when it went down the lowest. That's when SmackDown really became a recap show. It sucked well, on, on Sci Fi. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: they, had, they had like two good theme songs out of it. So, yeah, I was like, I hated it when it was on sci fi. I, I didn't even watch it when it was on sci fi. I, I, I went on my way to watch Raw, but not SmackDown. So then when SmackDown comes to USA and becomes live on Tuesday, I'm like, okay, I can kind of get with this. But now it's coming to one of the biggest TV, uh, if not the biggest TV show uh, networks. In, in in the world right now, which is in Fox, which is prime time, and it coming on Friday night. So we're going back to Friday night SmackDown at Fox with a two-hour time slot. Uh, uh, actually, I don't know if they're gonna make a Huh? Thank
1: you, thank
0: you. Now, once again, I don't know if they're gonna offer them for a three-hour spot. But look, they get commercials now during football. Okay. Which is good, okay. because that's why it's signed on Thursday, because we got Thursday night football. So, uh, okay. it, so they, a, they went from Friday to Friday.
1: Is it Friday in the same
0: time slot? It said Fridays at 8. Same okay. time, okay. time slot. Time. So, right now, it's looking at 8 to 10, but it has here. According to the Highway Reporter, WWE has agreed to move SmackDown to Fox starting in the fall of 2019. So we got about a year and some change to go. It actually, yeah, about a year, three months to go. As a part of a blockbuster deal that would net the company more than one billion in TV right fees over the course of five years. One billion dollars in five. Do you know how much money that is a year?
1: Hey, what do they thought the evil? <laughs>
0: I, I don't want one million dollars. Now look, that's two hundred million dollars a year. Yep. No if I don't bad get bad. no fucking Pyro back, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs>
1: that's still that's still too much money for Vince.
0: I'm just saying you got two hundred million coming a year for five years at Fox, and you're about to go back up and start the XFL up again at at the beginning of twenty twenty. Bruh, give me my pyro well, back.
1: I mean, I I can understand why Vince don't want pyro that much because not really people. He don't really have that many people use it anymore.
0: Such as,
1: I mean, it's like AJ, Brock, Sheamus, and Cesaro. Who else has pyro?
0: I mean, if you think about what well, they took them all away, I mean, because uh, well, I mean, Kane is about to be retired. Big Show is, is retired. I mean, okay, I, I, I think I can kinda see your point because uh I but it's just like Brock Lesnar's interest is just weak without Pyro. Yeah, I mean Braun Strowman uh, can braun can benefit from Pyro. Roman Reigns can benefit from, like people can benefit from Pyro, but I can understand I'm it. How
1: scared how scared would that be if uh Braun had like a cane pyro
0: to his braun? Oh, okay. Yeah, I kinda I see what you say. But I mean, okay, I could probably understand that. But however, that's still a lot of money, and people are saying, you know, is about to, you know, go out of business. I'm about to say, shit, no, they got, they got million dollar deals going with Saudi Arabia, uh, Saudi Arabia, and with Fox, with, with football. Because first of all, like, even though the ratings has gone down in the NFL recently, as we've seen, the NFL still gets great ratings. Still. And a WWE commercial during an NFL game on Thursday night or Sunday or Monday saying, hey, make sure y'all check out WWE this Friday on Fox. What?
1: Yeah, that especially. Yeah,
0: yeah. So it's looking That's like I'm reading here saying that Fox. Will be the anticipated home of WWE SmackDown Live in a massive new five-year deal worth more than one billion. Sources close close to negotiations tell the Highway Reporter the new deal, which nearing completion is, and is worth two hundred and five million annually, and is expected to begin October two thousand nineteen and will mark a threefold increase over what NBCU uh, M- NBC Universal. Is currently paying WWE to air SmackDown on its USA network. They said, "Fuck you, NBC. We going to Fox." And I, I presume, I, I'm saying, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's still going to be live because it's a, uh, you know, it's that. But you know, hey, this could this could put WWE on the map that they want to be in. This could make them a whole shitload of money. I mean, they're they going to start booking SmackDown right, and I put Road Dogg in charge. But I'm just saying. Yeah,
1: they probably need to get Triple H on that one.
0: Yeah, but hey, look. Honestly, I didn't have a problem with SmackDown on Friday nights. Did you?
1: I didn't have a problem with it on Friday nights, except for when it was starting to be a, like you said, a recap show.
0: Yeah. what well, Yeah. Yeah. On Sci-Fi. But here's my thing. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a pain in the ass to fucking record, though. Because yeah. I'm like, Raw, I mean, like I said, now, you do the live streams. It's fine. But for me, Raw, you know, you had it up on Tuesday. but was like SmackDown, which you gonna have a review up on Saturday, but you're going to already do your podcast. So, I mean, it's too far to, to, to tell, to see how it's going to go. We still got a year and uh, a half, basically, until this whole... Yeah, no, wait. One, two... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Year So and we ahead. gotta get another promo like the Thursday promo. Say what?
1: We gotta get another commercial package like the Thursday package that they had a while back.
0: Oh, you mean when it was coming on Tuesday at USA? Yeah, yes. You gotta have it. it, it, it no, not Tuesday. It was
1: coming on Thursday, and everybody was like Thursday.
0: Oh, I remember. I, I do remember that. I do remember that. I do remember that. Yeah. Well, you oh, know what? My God. I. I'm cool with it because that, that way I can get my wrestling back on the weekends. Because back in the 90s, when you were like three, I, <laughs> I was watching ECW on Friday nights. That was my Friday night wrestling. And it was so great. That sounds pretty
1: good. It will be a Friday night. That sounds pretty
0: good. It Because, see, look. Now, back in the day, I had Raw on Mondays and Nitro on Mondays. I had Thunder on Wednesdays. SmackDown okay. on Thursdays. ECW on Friday nights, and then on Saturday in the afternoon you had metal. WW I mean, oh. before, before metal. It, you, Saturday. Okay, the whole now. Hold now be, be, see, because that's the thing. Because before, before uh metal, they had WWF Livewire. I wasn't too a big of a fan on Livewire, but when they had WWF Metal or Shotgun Saturday night, when, Metal was more of the recap show, so I was cool with that. Then Saturday night, you had WCW Saturday night. So I I was all into that. And then, of course, you had, uh, as, as the time went on, you had Velocity. I didn't care about Velocity. Then on Sunday, you had Sunday Night Heat. The only day that they weren't showing wrestling throughout the week was on Tuesday. And now. I like that
1: schedule, especially for back then. What you say? I say I like that schedule. Especially for back then, because if they do that now with all
0: WWE, I would be tired of it. Well, I mean, well, bro, to be honest with you, they do do that now. We just we just tired of it. But see, the difference is now I'm i I'm i I'm a grown man, and I have a YouTube channel. Where I'm assigned to this business, I do podcasts, which now it's not it's it's like almost like a job and a responsibility to watch wrestling now to review it, to keep up with your fantasy points, and to keep up with all the extracurricular projects and stuff that we're doing, trying to make, you know, it uh, be entertainment on, on this YouTube uh, app, but, back then, when you're a teenager, or, you know, you're a preteen, man, all you had to do was just watch wrestling for two hours a night, talk to your friends about it in school the next day, and go buy the newest toy. That's all you had to do. True. So, and then on top of that, Everything was, look, Raw, two hours until Eric Bischoff lost his mind and Nitro was three hours, but it started at two hours. Sm- Thunder, two hours. Smackdown, two hours. ECW, one hour. Metal, it was only a recap show. You only watch Metal if you ain't watch Raw Smackdown. And then nothing else on Saturday morning cartoons, but all the kids watch Saturday morning cartoons. And then at nighttime, you had Shotgun Saturday night, but they stopped doing that when Metal came around. And they start doing like Velocity, but like I said, I ain't watched Velocity on Saturday night. But, but oh, you know I Did you used, used to watch on Saturday nights? Remember D- WWE Confidential? Oh, <laughs> remember that show? Confidential. Oh wait, okay. Let me. All right, tell me
1: something.
0: What um? What did Bite This come on? When did Bite? Oh, Bite This was like in the mid two thousands. That was during the Rufus aggression what was era. It on- huh? What, was it on like TV or was it on it like was the, it, it was on what was it on it wasn't was it tout i don't think it was tout it, it was one of them streaming uh radio podcast type things because you know at that time they was just starting to learn how to do streaming and stuff like that so it wasn't on TV you had to go on the internet and watch by like this
1: I remember watching um <clears throat> going back and watching Matt Hardy
0: called the show when Lita was on there. Yes, yeah, the Edge and Matt Hardy. Yeah, because it was it was an actual radio show that they started putting on the internet. So Bite this was on the internet. Okay. So that's what it was. But yeah, but when you like I said, when you're a teen, you had nothing to worry about that. But now it's like you know what? My son was is, is in the wrestling like I was. Now once again, the only dominant thing today is WWE because Impact sucks and Ring of Honor don't have no TV deal. And, uh,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa! They're getting
0: better. you are getting better. Who? Ring of Honor?
1: They don't. Okay, I say they they don't suck with four Ks. Maybe it's like one K or two Ks.
0: Now. Look, I, I didn't. I didn't say they wasn't getting better. I've been to some Ring of Honor shows, but they don't have no TV deal. I was, I, was about, I was talking about Impact. Oh, oh no! We not defending Impact right now. Die! Let it die. See, and that's the problem. There's no competition to go around it's like now back in the day you had wcw ecw and WWE that all had big television deals so you can all well not ecw you can watch that on uh channel 48 until tnn came around but i'm just like uh today if you, if i want to go watch new japan where can i go turn to that uh
1: that's true they don't have no big act they don't have no big um
0: TV access yet exactly <laughs> so if I want to if I want to watch Ring of Honor where do I turn to find it at Daily Motion or Fight TV I
1: mean they, they used to have they
0: used to have a deal but that was only on for a little bit and then Impact Wrestling Impact Wrestling like the decline is real that just shows that they fucked the whole thing up um, I would say back when it was on Spike TV that was the best place for it and then when they went to yeah when, yeah when they went to Destination America, I said this is over. Yeah, when
1: they went to Destination America, that was stupid. I didn't on Pop TV, which I don't even
0: know what that is. No, yeah, well, you know what? Pop TV used to have a main event on there. Oh, and, okay. yeah, and back, okay. And back when Undertaker was on there, it was like, oh, cool. No, that, that, that shit sucks. But anyway, yeah. So coming on Friday night. Knowing my son, he get to see the whole SmackDown now because he ain't got school on Saturdays. I ain't got to wake up and take him to school, so I don't have a problem watching it. It's just like, you know, so that's pretty cool. It's back to it, it's still a two hour show. I'm like, okay, so I can maintain all that, so that's cool. Having them, um, having SmackDown be the one to, to, to leave to go back to network television, first of all, that means I could watch, I could watch anywhere around the house because. I, I gotta go down down to my living room to watch it, and I'm like, man, I can stay right in my bed and turn to Fox and watch SmackDown now. Have, like, a, o- order some food, have a Friday night, watch some, uh, watch some SmackDown, and then not worry about getting up the next morning and doing anything responsible. Shit, yes. Give that to me. Just saying. So, yeah, so, I think this is a very, very good move by WWE especially with all this money that's entangled with it you have to agree right
1: I agree I just hope I just hope that it's refreshing
0: like we don't get the same storylines and stuff
1: no I hope it's refreshing as in like new writers or something somebody else booking the show
0: well let's hope because all we can do is hope right but you know what wait yeah, yeah Let's move on. Let's get into this past week of wrestling. Raw and SmackDown. Do now, what'd you say? Do we have to? For the people out there, we do have to. Because you didn't do no live streams and I didn't do no reviews. All right. All right. Let's, 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 I know. let's, let's so, get us So, first of all, this abundance of shit was just bad. <laughs> if Okay. And... I was so pissed off with Raw after watching it again on Hulu and YouTube. I was like, this is why I didn't review it. And I'm only going over the highlights instead of going in every little bit of detail, Raw, because I'm not doing it here. And I think you can agree with that here, right? Yeah,
1: I'm probably go into detail on one thing, maybe two, because they were so outrageous. Oh, yeah. I, did, I know One what I, thing was so
0: outrageous. Oh, my bruh. Okay, now, first of all, Let's get the elephant out the back here. Number one, your girl returned to TV this week after having a broken right? arm, right? Quote unquote. Broken arm returned to TV this week. So, um, hey, I guess so, it's, all, no, it's all good now, right? No. The, the point, what
1: made me mad starting off Raw, because I think I, I think I was reacting at, at that time, but the, the point that made me mad is Kurt Angle said he's going to start off the show. With a major announcement. I don't I don't know what he announced. Like, I don't know what the major announcement was.
0: I still don't know what that I still don't know what the major announcement was. I'm about to say, okay, okay. Like, you know, let me know, Kurt. What's going on? Are you gonna be in money in the bank? Like, what's happening? If, that was, if, if Ronda Rousey and
1: Nia Jack signing the contract was a major announcement, that, oh
0: my God. <laughs> so Stephanie comes back to, you know, just castrate everybody. And they make this match Kevin Owens comes out there and all buddy buddy with her and they make the Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens match at the beginning then that was a match that turned into a tag team match with Jinder Mahal and Seth Rollins and then Jinder snaps at the end I was like what was the point of this whole big thing at the beginning
1: because you know every time somebody's in the field that faces somebody else and it don't end they gotta make it a tag team match and I I was really looking forward to Seth Rollins having a one on one match
0: well, you know what? He has his one-on-one match next week with Jinder Mahal. Yes. Excuse me? He has his one-on-one match with Jinder Mahal next week.
1: <clears throat> Honestly, I'll be honest with you. I think it will be okay. Because if he actually made me care about a match with Mojo Riley, I think he'll be uh,
0: uh, I think he'll be okay. Yeah, don't worry. Because, you know, <laughs> the damn rope knees he's going to do, man. I mean, we count kind of about six of them. <laughs> it's going to happen next week. I I swear well. I don't get it, but anyway, but so here's the here's one the one one of the biggest problems I, I hated. it. So this week, Sami Zayn was going to reveal Bobby Lashley's oh. sisters to the world, oh. and he was going to let the truth out about Bobby Lashley. This, this is this is this is true. Three men come out dressed up like women. It ain't about them dressing up like women that bothers me. It ain't, the, it ain't the fact that they all different shades of black. That don't bother me. The fact is, like, did they not see the old day segment? Did they not see the This Is Your Life Bailey segment? Did they not see any of this trash that has happened that these segments don't work? So when they put our three men dressed up, I said... When I, when I seen three men dressed up in, like, wigs and stuff, I said, no. It don't, ma- don't matter what they do. The- Jesus Christ himself could have been on the mic, and it wouldn't have worked. All right? It just wouldn't have worked. So, Sammy Zay is talking to about Bobby Lashley and asking asks his questions, and I'm like, at least the two on the end tried to make their voice like a woman. The guy in the middle just did not give a fuck.
1: I mean look look at did
0: you see what he he had a mustache. My man had a whole okay. mustache. A whole mustache. So then, you know what, I I not even paying attention to what they were saying and what says he was Sammy Zane was trying to sell it the best he could to say, "Hey, do tell more." Like he was being very animated. I was just like, "Sammy, it, it's done. It, it's it's done. It's not going to work." So then, here comes Bobby Lashley, and here goes red flag number two. He comes out, and he's, like, smiling like a Cheshire cat, going around here, slapping everybody's hand and saying hello to the crowd and be like, yeah, we're strong, we're army strong, whatever the fucking case is, right? He comes in, and he tries to, like, you know, play up to what's going on in the ring before he finally beats them down. And I'm telling you how disinterested. Like this, instru- whatever the word I'm trying to say is how the crowd it's was interest. thank you to the crowd that the crowd was Prom- just give me your quick thoughts on this terrible segment because that's what it was if you defend for this segment I may have to fire you off the show
1: well if you seen my reaction I I was literally just sitting there looking <laughs> I, nothing I don't understand what this is trying to be I don't understand why we even got this Bobby Lashley in the first place. I want the Bobby Lashley with the headband, swearing everybody, doing the flip with the, with the spear, uh, not caring about anybody, just just you know wrecking everybody, not coming out here smiling and all that. Like that, that's how they mess up a lot of people. Finn all he does come out and smile. Bobby Roode, he comes out and smiles. Now we got Bobby Lashley coming out and smiling.
0: But here's the thing, though. He could be... Just book him like a badass. He ain't got to be... hateful for all the kids... I mean... It'd be different if he came out there... And probably smiled a little bit... And then... First off... He should have came out there pissed. Because you don't make fun of his family... The way he talking about his family... You don't talk about his family like that. When he did the... Well, fi- look... I already... You know... it
1: was going to be something stupid... When Sami Zayn... When they did the segment... And then... All of a sudden... Sami Zayn wants to expose the truth... Every time they say expose the truth you already know <laughs> what's, go, what's
0: going on. What was even the truth? I, I
1: guess that Bobby Lashley was a bully. That's why his sister picked on him or something. I don't,
0: I don't know. D- d- why do they think the fans care about this? Uh, I, I, How I, I, does this get Bobby Lashley over? It don't. I don't know.
1: I don't know what they're trying to do.
0: This doesn't get Bobby Lashley over at all. At all. So, I, first of all, and the thing is, I like Bobby Lashley, and I want Bobby Lashley to be a badass, but I'm just like, but y'all not doing him no favors by having segments like this, and y'all not doing Sami Zayn no favors because Vince is the kind of guy that he's the he'll blame Sami like, you know what, The Rock can make this segment work. So if you can't make it work, then you know, he's not The Rock. And on top of that, The Rock couldn't make that segment work. It's just bad. And, and Vince is trying to recreate the this is your life all over again. And I'm just like, it's just not going to work. You, when when lightning strikes at the bottom, you got that magic. That's, that's what it's meant for. Once in a lifetime type thing. These things ain't going to work. And having men dressed up in drag is just not funny to people it's not like Vince may get a kick out of it like ha 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 look at the man with what titties whatever <laughs> but it's not funny to people out there who wants a legitimate storyline to see how Bobby Lashley is they, they probably say oh well Bobby Lashley comes out here and beats up everybody cause Sam is making fun no he should come out there pissed as soon as he got in that ring he should just do beat them all to high hell all of them. He shouldn't be on the mic. I mean, and, uh, I'm listening. And I was gonna say,
1: since you said Vince McMahon, like the, the and them and drag I, I I feel like Vince McMahon told Bobby Lashley to do that spot where he rolled the towel up and hit him with
0: it. Yeah. Oh. Oh. That. That's a. That, that's a Vince McMahon all the way thing. <laughs> yeah. Rolling a towel up. I, I I see that right. I, that's I a Vince like- McMahon thing all the way.
1: Yeah, cause I <laughs> I know Bobby Lashley get paid, but I already know he probably was fighting that. Cause that don't even look like something he would do anyway. Yeah. Anyway.
0: But hey, I, I guess he's getting paid, so he don't care. No, you can't say that these these guys out here don't care. It's just that you're forced into doing something. You're in the WWE, and it's like, but you want to you you want to do something both to your character. But no matter what you say, the warrant is Vince McMahon has the final say. Yeah, he has the final say, no matter what you do. So it's just like, okay, well, what do I, you know, what? Well, Vince, like, I, I, I want to do this, and he says, no, you do this, and if you don't do it, you get punished. But then you, you're supposed to be grabbing the brass ring, so you, it, you're in a no-win situation. So Bobby Lashley is just coming back, and he's like, Vince, I'm like in TNA. I want to be like the badass I was in TNA. and Vince is gonna be like, uh, what the hell's TNA? You know what I'm saying? So, I was like, okay, it's gone. I'm going to turn you back into the Bobby Lashley you were when you left. And that wasn't a good one. So, but you know what? No, no. Because we got more shit throughout the night. First off, okay, I didn't care about Barry being No Way Jose because No Way Jose has become virtually nothing in three weeks. He has been, he has been nothing. I thought No Way Jose boy. I like No Way Jose, but he's not. I'm like, they, they. he's really there to be Adam Rose 2.0. That's what he's there to be. Uh, yeah, I, I knew that going into it. Yeah, look. I yeah, know. You're right. I'll give you I'll give props to props to do. You're right. Uh, I will, Elias versus Bobby Roode did not care about it. Then, uh, I didn't care about Naomi. Uh, not Naomi. Uh, Natalia qualifying for the money in the bank. I, I was happy to see Dolph Ziggler beat Chad Gable, but they needed more time. But now, let's get into... No, 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 no.
1: We cannot breeze over that because I... I know what they're going
0: to do. I'm listening.
1: I know they're going to bring this man back and put him with Chad Gable. I already know they're going to do it.
0: Jason Jordan.
1: I already know. Because I thought that was going to happen this week.
0: But... But don't you want? This the, 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 don't you want them together or no?
1: I mean, no.
0: So not anymore? So, I'm just here's the thing though. But y'all didn't like Jason Jordan when he was a singles competitor. So now y'all now you don't want want American Alpha? Honestly, I, I don't. Honestly, See, I don't know. I don't
1: know.
0: That's the. See, those, I'm kinda tired of Jason Jordan at the moment. See, do, do, those are being smarts. It's like, okay, you don't want him one way. They give him they give you the way that 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 y'all want him y'all don't want him that way. And it's just like, y'all just want to complain? I'm just saying, Jason Jordan, I was starting to get okay with him in his singles run with Seth Rollins. I was like, okay, I can see a singles feel coming out there because he has good matches. He had a good match with Cena. He had a good match with Roman. He's a good wrestler. He and he's working on his character. But the thing is, if you just bring him back and just drop him with Chad Gable in American Alpha, I'm just like, y'all giving them no room to breathe. Like, if y'all if y'all work with Chad Gable, he can be a good single star. If you work with Jason Jordan, he can be a good single star. But if you just bring him back to have another tag team. Bring him back and put him in the same
1: thing that couldn't get them. They got somewhere where it's like they, they couldn't quite get there. And then y'all broke him up and then it was getting somewhere a little bit. And y'all put them back together.
0: It's like you can't really do nothing. Honestly, if this was the only, if this was just to bring back American Alpha, then it was a waste of having them break up in the first place. Just saying. So we'll see what happens. Unless they, unless, unless, unless they become the new team angle, then I'm, I'm kind of cool. Uh, we'll,
1: see, we'll, we'll see what
0: happens. I'm just saying, you know, WWE 2K19. i make them out Olympian stable. Just saying. I'm making that stable. It's fucking happening. But anyway, so um, the B team beat Breezango again. So the B the B, wow. the B team is the B team is getting over. Quato's not happy because that's who he has on his fantasy, and he just losing. He's getting jobbed out. But let me tell you how outrageous the victory celebration was. Oh, when you you talk, when they took the chair, rolled down the ramp. They did more than just that.
1: First, they went all the way around the ring. Then they, they get in the ring and like they was having a cat fight because they were so excited. Oh, good. Curtis uh, Axel went and died on the table look looked like he was surfing.
0: And then, then they took Coach's chair and they did a stone cold down the ramp. Wow. Uh, was both of them on the chair?
1: Yes, yes.
0: Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'm surprised outrageous. I'm surprised they didn't trip and like, break something.
1: No, the chair fell, like, right
0: at the end. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, okay. I guess that's some. So, before we get into the real problem with Raw, let's get into how they just, for some reason, made Finn Balor and Braun Strowman face each other because they have no storyline for them. Yeah, because they hate my fantasy points. Yeah. So... Braun Strowman faces Finn Balor. Decent match, but then, you know, Braun Strowman picks up Finn Balor at the end and says, I respect him, you know, that kind of stuff. And uh, this is what we get. Because they're both in the Money in the Bank ladder match, and they just don't know how to, uh, you know, have have it booked. First of all, what is the Money in the Bank ladder match? It's Finn, from Raw, it's Finn, Braun,
1: Finn, Braun, Miz, member of the New Day, Bobby Roode,
0: Rusev and To Be, to be Determined wait hold I know I missed somebody okay from Raw it's Finn Balor Braun Strowman Kevin Owens and who else is from Raw and Bobby, and Bobby Rue okay Raw's done alright from Smackdown we have The Miz a member of the New Day Rusev Rusev and To Be Determined okay so that, yeah, that match is done okay gotcha Oh, right, I was trying to keep up with it. But speaking of Money in the Bank, I, I'm not happy
1: about the people in the match, but we can get on that later, probably in the Money in the Bank review.
0: Yeah, I, 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 it's not looking like an exciting ladder match to me, to be honest with you.
1: It's not even that; it's just the people in it don't need to be in it.
0: That w- which makes it a non-exciting match, correct?
1: Yes, yes.
0: I'm just yes, Braun Strowman is going to be part the Big Show ladder. We know that's going to happen. Braun Strow- Say what?
1: Braun don't need to be in the
0: match. He period. don't. He really don't. There's no high don't flyers need, in the.
1: Don't be in the bank. You don't need to be nowhere near no money in the bank to win the championship.
0: Like, there, I, there, there's no high oh, flyers okay. in this match. I talk about this, money uh, in the bank. Yeah, I'm about to say because there's yeah. no high flyers in this match. I'm just like, oh, okay. Just,
1: uh, I, I mean, I know people that could put on a good ladder match. You know, Kevin Norris, Samojo, or or uh, Danny Bryan, depending on who they put in it.
0: No, no, it's um, some Joe, some old Joe going in, not Daniel. <laughs> you
1: just hate my fantasy points, okay? I, I understand.
0: Yeah, it's all good. Okay, but yeah, the, the 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 thing about Raw here, the women's contract signing for Ronda Rousey and Nia Jax. I already thought this was stupid to begin with. The contract <laughs> signing, the way the match happened. First of all, why do they need a contract signing? They both agreed to it. But Got no, you. it was it it, it was a, a a motive to have Stephanie come out there and just castrate the both of them because both of them cannot they're not that great on the mic so they had to have Stephanie come out there to balance both of them out and play devil's advocate and instigate if Stephanie has to do that because Rhonda can't talk or Nia can't talk then don't have the segment anyway. That pisses me off. You, you, you know what? They could have benefited from. Why not have the old school, Sean, uh the Rock, and Stone Cold sit down interview in the back? It's pre-recorded. You can, if you mess up on your lines, you can you can go over. They can edit it all out. It's fine. Not when you're sitting there in front of all these people. If they, if they have a problem talking, play towards their strengths. Talk about why Nia wants to face. Uh, Ronda Rousey not why Nyad could not beat Alexa Bliss in a short amount of time why doesn't Ronda talk about you know hey I'm the baddest woman on the planet right now nobody can stop me the line starts behind me and I want to take your championship not all the you know crap with her Stephanie at Russell like it made those it bothered me and I'm like, they could have just benefited by playing to these women's strengths, having a backstage segment of them talking about that, knowing more about them, why they w- had this matchup, because they, it's not like Charlotte and Sasha Banks. Remember Charlotte and Sasha Banks, when they're Hell in the Cell, match, and first of all, they put they, that whole promo was great, because Sasha had the white on, Charlotte had the black on, and it's like, you know, uh, yin, yin and yang, and you had Mick Foley there, just to let everybody know how dangerous Hell in a Cell is, but he wasn't over. He wasn't sitting there overshadowing like Stephanie was. But you know what? Let me calm my rant down because it's late. Your thoughts?
1: I mean, yeah, I like I like what they did with the match. I like how they I like how they had McFoley come out because McFoley obviously knows the ins and outs and the goods and bads of a Hell in a Cell match, and it wasn't overly done, like you know Stephanie marry somebody that's the that's the only reason for being on the show <laughs> so uh, you know you know when Stephanie on the show somebody's getting down talked or talked down to
0: well I'm saying how'd you like the segment from Monday
1: the segment um how can I put it? I liked I actually liked, liked it better when Naya actually got heated at what Uh, at what Stephanie was saying kind of got her heated because you know this is a double face match so I don't know if Nia going to be more of the heel going into this even though she's still a face or how they going to work that out but I kind of like the end of it a little bit even though they didn't fight to do anything at all I I thought it was I didn't think it was the best they didn't need Stephanie there but I don't know they didn't need Stephanie there, but then they—if they needed to talk, they probably not good or that good. So they probably did need Stephanie, but she didn't have to do it like that.
0: Okay, well, I thought there's other ways they could have did it. But uh, moving on to SmackDown because we have to uh, talk talk about SmackDown. So uh, SmackDown here, we get a couple things, which honestly SmackDown I thought was better than Raw this week. And yeah, like, uh, I I you, you had The Miz talking about uh, trying to bring a riff in the New Day on Miz TV, saying, you know, each one is holding each other's back. Uh, the Miz beat Big E in a match to start off SmackDown. La- now, here's one of my problems here. Lana has a match with Billy K and is in the Money in the Bank ladder match. What is Lana going to do in that match?
1: Lana is the best. Lana, mama, why? Lana, I think Lana is only in the match because Rusev Day is over. That's,
0: that's, that's it. I don't see what. First of all, I'm really mad, I really meant. Look, since the Iconics have come up to the main roster, they have been ass. They have been annoying. Their matches have not been great, good, or okay. They just been bad. And I thought they were going to put a rocket to them, and they're not doing anything. Lana beat Billy Kay, and, and then I was like, one of them. Should be in the Money in the Bank ladder match. At least one of them. And it just, it the iconics are just not working for me right now on the main. I'm like, I don't know what's wrong. And I'm like, I, Lana barely is. Lana reminds me of that bridge of women's wrestlers from the roof from the, the the end of the ruthless aggression era going into the PG era. That Kelly Kelly, Beth Phoenix, Michelle McCool, Layla era, Melina Ashley era. That's the era of wrestlers that she reminds me of. She's not terrible like Attitude Era wrestlers, but she's not great like these reality era, you know, Sasha Charlotte type people. She's in like in the middle. And I'm like, seeing her in a ladder match, I just don't... She sucked in the Royal Rumble, so I can barely see her in a ladder match? Doing what? I don't think she' gonna...
1: She's not gonna be doing that much, honestly. She probably might just get a kick here and there. And they probably get powerbomb to be out for like the whole match. They come in, stop somebody from climbing up the ladder, and then she can climb up. Somebody gonna stop her? She gonna be out for the match again? I don't think Lana takes no big bumps here at all.
0: Okay, what does it matter? Uh, Naomi at least qualifies, so we we get some high flying spots in the ladder match. So I'm I'm grateful for that. So Naomi, how many
1: last chance ladder matches? How many last chance matches they gonna have?
0: Look, I don't know. It, it's the women's is the woman set in stone yet?
1: No, because they have a last—they have a eight woman last chance match gauntlet or whatever you want to call it
0: for SmackDown.
1: No, for Raw. It's only for Raw, which don't make sense why well, they didn't add both. But I guess they can't.
0: So who's who's in the women's right now? Do you know who's in the women's off on top of your head? Yes,
1: Charlotte, Naomi, Lana. And Natalia, Becky Lynch
0: is it Becky. Be- be- Becky Lynch. Lynch, Becky Lynch is in there.
1: Yeah, Becky Lynch, Natalia, Sasha. So no,
0: Becky Lynch, in Natalia. There.
1: It's Alexa Bliss. Yes. Ember Moon, Natalia, Becky Lynch, Charlotte, Lana, and Naomi, and to be determined.
0: So we got one more spot left, right? Yes. That's going to Ruby Riot. I'm calling it now. That's going to Ruby. That, it's going to Ruby. That's Ruby. It
1: could. I don't understand. Look, the, the only reason I don't I don't understand why they're having this match because they literally just had a second chance Fatal 4 So there's like a third chance Battle Royal kind of match.
0: <sighs> Everything can't be perfect. Uh, y- your boys, the Good Brothers, beat the Uso Brothers to earn a championship oh. title match against the Bludgeon Brothers. Oh yeah! So we're gonna have the we're gonna have the Good Brothers to get their ass beat by the Bludgeon Brothers at uh, Money in the Bank. So okay. it didn't it didn't take long to release the air out the Usos balloon, did it?
1: I don't. I think they're gonna be back up in a little bit after this whole Bludgeon Brother thing experiment. I don't like I don't I don't like the way Luke yellows. I don't like the way they make him look like an idiot sometimes.
0: Well, you're like nerds?
1: Not even that. It's just like they just make him look like the big dumb person like when he was going to the turnbuckle, he pointed yelled at him, and it ran and then they moved out of the way. So, I don't know. I I guess cuz he a big guy, they got to do big guy stuff with him.
0: I guess because he's face. Some that's sense. why. Huh? I guess because he's a face. That's why. I, I
1: guess Cause when he was a heel, he he, he was like a smarter. I, I don't want to say smarter. He was he was more attended, attentive. Attentive. Too. Fair enough. Now he's just like, you know, he can snap on a banana peel
0: and <laughs> in in the match or something. All right. Well, um, Amos beats up a local competitor. But we have Okay, so we got two things We'll talk about the stipulation last So, Daniel Bryan gets Jeff Hardy in an awesome main event Great matchup 15 minutes, they got good I love Daniel Bryan using that knee bar To make Jeff Hardy tap out And I like how Samoa Joe gets up and says What you celebrating for? You got me next week So, Daniel Bryan versus Samoa Joe Yes, please For the main event of Smackdown I will be tuning in for that one
1: I'll say I liked when Jeff Hardy hit this went for this one time and he landed on Daniel Bryan's knees. Ooh,
0: that had to suck. That had to suck. I mean, would you agree?
1: Yeah, it did. I'm I'm pretty sure. You can see it on Jeff Hardy's face.
0: That 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 sucked all the balls for Jeff Hardy. I mean he decided he was like, Get through what the fuck? Yeah, I I feel him. However, so uh now it's time for the stipulation to be revealed because last week Shinsuke beat AJ Styles to, which was a decent match. And I, you know, it's, it seems like that match is getting better and better to uh, qualify for money. Uh, I mean, for the simulation. So at first, Shinsuke says, We're going to have a pillow fight. And I'm just like, oh, Here we go. So it got a little chuckle out of it. And then uh, Shinsuke hits AJ with the kinshasa. And then they have a tank count. And. Uh, it's just, it starts counting to 10, and of course, it's going to be a last man standing match, which I think is going to be really cool. A last man standing match with Shisuke Nakamura. Now, I don't know if they're going to go and use all the weapons because I'm going to tell y'all right now if y'all a wrestling fan, y'all need to see this. I think it was at Hard Justice, I think it was. Hard Justice
1: 2008.
0: Oh, uh, see, you remember off the back Kurt Angle versus AJ Styles in that last man standing match?
1: I am so mad at TNA because that match was on YouTube for free and they took it off just because they talked about it on the network so now you gotta go pay for it
0: whoo assholes look I'm telling you right now first off if y'all have not seen first of all this is one of the top best last man standing matches in the history of wrestling but you know what the, the, the catch is they didn't use a single weapon they did not use a single weapon do you remember that? Yeah, I watched that live. Yes, uh, look, they didn't use a single. First of all, and I was like, "How you gonna have a last person match without no weapons?" I mean, of course, you know it got physical, but there was not a single weapon or any type of spot. They just had a straight out wrestling match, and they wore each other down, and whoever's gonna be the last person standing was what it was. That was a damn Wait, good. Uh, okay, because
1: I know they had like another another time of match where you pin them and then the three, the
0: 10 count yes that's what I'm talking about okay okay had to make sure now AJ Styles has had hardcore style last stand match. like the one with him and Bully Ray was good yes you remember that one I think
1: that's the one where Bully Ray started using that um what, what is it the ball pin he had the little
0: weapon yeah I think so but yeah he he had a great last man standing match with AJ Styles, so these guys, I'm just saying, I think this was going to lean more towards the Kurt Angle, AJ Styles uh, last man standing match opposed to the weapons, but I do like to see them use some type of weapons or spots and stuff like that, so I'm pretty sure
1: it's going to use some weapons just because Shinsuke used the chair.
0: Fair, fair enough. Okay, well, so... It'd be funny if Shinsuke pull out one of them New Japan tables. Don't do oh it. Oh, my it goodness. You know what? Them New Japan tables is made for Kenny Omega only.
1: Them tables never break. I'm telling you. They never break.
0: No. I am a table. <laughs> it's, the, it's the Hogan table. It don't work with you. Because <laughs> I never put it in No, <laughs> it don't work with you at all. All right. So, yeah. Now, that, now that was SmackDown. Okay. So... We got you know it out the way. I, like I said, I apologize for everybody out there if I didn't because they're looking for my reviews. But now let's go into we got a couple more segments to go. Let's go into NXT. We get our NXT review going. So you ready for NXT? Woo! This is one I liked. All right, here we go. Evidence, so like last week's podcast, I did not get a chance to review the NXT before that. But last week, we had the Velveteen Dream and Ricochet had a decent match until Laura Sullivan came out and attacked both of them. So now this week, we have a handicap match between them two. And I'm like, goodness, imagine recording that back-to-back. But uh, NXT starts off with was it the tag team match, right? of Heavy Machinery takes on TM61. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So TM61 is on this new heel kick now since they uh, beat the Street Profits by cheating. And uh, Heavy Machinery was, uh, was was doing pretty good. The match was pretty good until Otis goes on the on the middle rope. He gets kicked by Shane Thorne, falls down, Nick Miller pins him, and Shane Thorne holds defeat, and they cheat again to pick up a win. So how, how are you liking this new heel TM61? It's, uh...
1: I don't know. It's weird because okay, I, I forgot. I don't know if it was actually on NXT or if it was um in one of the Instagram videos or whatever. But then he was like, "Hey, you don't, you don't, you don't cheat if you don't try." And it's like they like got that cocky heel. To them. So I, I'm kind of liking see where it would
0: go. I agree with that. I'm curious to see uh, where, where it's going to head up as well. So uh, now okay, I'm trying to whip. What what came next? I seen NXT, but I, I'm having uh, trouble was, about the placement. Um, it was a with, um, Dakota Kai. Well, well, wait. and Shayna. Baszler. Well, they, well, I know Dakota Kai is on Shayna Baszler. She's going to get she's going to get raped next week by Shayna Baszler.
1: I don't even think they're going to fight, honestly, because. Ever since that, ever since Shayna did that thing to her arm, I don't like. I don't see I how Billy Case. I mean, how Dakota Kai still.
0: <laughs> Yo, she is should. getting punked out. I'm just like, look, I understand you got the, you know, it's like you're getting bullied type thing, but I'm just like, but man, and I, I like All how right. she said we're gonna see about that, but she didn't say it inside the microphone. Well,
1: <laughs> okay, for the people that's listening, I'm gonna give you not a not a spoiler alert, but it's gonna. Let you know that, uh, of course, Dakota Kai is
0: not winning. <laughs> D- there ain't no spoiler alert. You you know Dakota Kai ain't winning.
1: Okay, okay, I'll put it like this. Dakota Kai uh, has been forming a um a sort of bond with Nikki Cross.
0: Oh god. Oh no, no, god. She's, not, she's not.
1: She's not gonna turn crazy. or Nothing like that. I'm just saying they're forming
0: a sort of a bond. Uh- Okay, I mean hashtag give it a chance. I will. That's a hashtag give it a chance type of thing. Well, we we gotta see how it plays out, but you know, as, as of right now, next week she gets the the uh, title opportunity with Shannon Baszler. Shannon Baszler is going to just like you know knock her dead. So um uh uh hold I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm pulling up the NXT thinking so I know how to go uh it's the uh, triple threat. Yeah that was in amazing- the. Oh no 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 no! Because see, what we skipped was Lacey Evans takes on Kyrie Zane. Hello.
1: Okay, that was last week. Okay, you know I was thinking of last week
0: because Lacey Evans had a match and then Curtis came out after the match. Yeah. So Lacey Evans takes okay. on Kyrie Zane. Baby girl is aggressive in this match and I I have a soft spot for Lacey Evans. <laughs> At first I did like Lacey Evans in the May Young Classic. But then watching her grow and the way she sells and the way she wrestles, I'm like I'm liking her. Like she's really good. And uh Kyrie Zane comes off goes off the top rope to give her like her f- version of a Phenomenal Forearm. And Lazy hits sister with a forearm, the the what was it the the woman's right punch they called it? I said, What's it? Smackdown two know your role? What they called it the woman's right punch? I said, All right. But it looked devastating and she beat uh Kyrie Zane with that, and uh, next week we're also getting what uh, the backstory of Bianca Belair. Why is she the fastest rising star in NXT? Why is she the EST? I'm like, I'm feeling it. I, look, I'm, yeah, I like,
1: I like, I liked it.
0: Yes, so I'm like, you know what? Put the, chin, put the strap on her, even though they're not going to have her beat Shayna Baszler, but that would be a damn good match, wouldn't it though? Bianca Belair versus Shayna Baszler? Yeah, it will be a good match. I don't
1: know if anybody hasn't checked it out. They should go check out Bianca Belair versus Candice LeRae.
0: That was a good match too. We were talking about one two weeks ago? Yes. That was an alright match because Candice LeRae it was the, you know distracted by storyline and they, they had the one spot where she deadlifted her. And it was like, that was kind of cool. First right. of all, are you is that the one where Bianca was wearing like uh black? No, she's wearing pink. Oh well, that
1: must
0: be a live show. My bad. Yeah. So it's all good. First of all, uh side sidebar on Candice Ray, she looks so good out her wrestling clothes. Until never mind. So <laughs> so yeah, so uh but yeah, so next up we have the handicap match of Oh Huh?
1: I was, I was
0: going to say until, you know, she got knocked out, but... <laughs> sorry. Look, i I we 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 going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. Uh, Handicap match. Lars Sullivan takes on Ricochet and the Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream is just over like game busters. They just keep chanting this man's name. And I'm just like... And he gave a fist pump to Ricochet. I was like, don't turn this man face. Don't do it.
1: Honestly, I, I liked... I, I know if he if he does become a face eventually, he's gonna be a good face, just because of the stuff that he does and the way that he gets over.
0: Yeah, but the, but his character screams. Like, and he, oozes heel. He, he,
1: he could be a face. He could be an anti an anti hero, or still be older, probably even more over.
0: Okay, I but, can, um, I can agree with that.
1: I just want to say how ridiculous this man's entrance is. <laughs> he got the smoke. He got the silhouette.
0: Yes, he he's great, and he made his terrible T-shirt look good on him. Oh yes, yes he did. Yes, I was just like yo, you gotta do something with that. like they have to sell his T-shirt just like that.
1: You gotta you gotta remind me. Uh, we gotta talk about that later in the show about these, these T-shirts.
0: Gotcha. So, oh, okay. um so the matches the match is actually pretty good they're actually doing a lot of team action doing some, a lot of joint moves I was like I'm liking them if there was a tag team i would be cool with it and velvet team dream was taking the majority of the heat but then uh he tags in ricochet and ricochet does his uh his stuff on there it was very nice I uh I enjoyed uh, what was the move? first of all velvet dream, uh, uh, nice. uh, uh, dream like he slipped on something he bounced over the rope and I like, try to flip on the star something, like he like slipped or like, got well, called it the rope. Was like-
1: it was supposed to be like that oh it was yeah because you know that when he slipped that's when Ricochet tagged him when he flipped over oh okay that's when he <laughs> my favorite part of the match <laughs> he hit he, 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 he him on real quick and did that, that uh, spinning cartwheel uh, yeah what
0: do you call it I don't know what he calls it I don't know if it's away or whatever it is but I'm just saying uh, Rico- he did that real quick I was like oh my god yeah so, as Lars is being powerful, but he gets he's getting outnumbered a little bit. Velveteen Dream turns on Ricochet and does his uh, cartwheel Death Valley Driver, whatever whatever the move is called, and he says, you're not going to show me up, because he, he did not like Ricochet tagging him in, and I was so happy when he did that to keep the heel heat going. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I it. like it. It made me laugh so yes. hard when
0: he... And then he slides out the ring, and then Ricochet gets the freak accident, and then uh, that's how it goes. Lars Sullivan wins. So I get points and lose points at the same time. So. I
1: lose points, though, because
0: I got pinned. Oh, oh so. yeah, you got pinned. Yeah. So then now the main event is Tommaso Ciampa uh, a Giant organo segment where Giant organo is ca- is thinking about retirement. I hate when they do this because you look at Giant Gorgano and I'm just like, the brother ain't old at all. He's not that old. I think we're around the same age. He may be a couple years older than me. And I'm like, you're not going to retire. Stop this. Stop it. And then I did like, though, how Candice LeRae kind of wants him to retire. And he said, no, we and chop a out again. I'm tired of you, even though I beat you already. But I guess they are trying to do another one at the takeover with the money in the bank. Um.
1: I forgot what kind of
0: matches. I think it's twenty three falls. Or- I did. I, did I, thought, I, I thought I heard street fight. It
1: maybe is it, well. The street fight
0: is the same thing as a non same Well, okay, maybe it is a street fight. I mean, yeah. As you think, talking, talking to the microphone. I'm just saying, but uh, I, I I think it think it might be a street fight. Well, he says it sounds about right to whoop his ass, and I think about my career. Candice LeRae does not want him to do this. Even like I said, she looks. Beautiful and uh, I mean, I, I like her in all this tightness. I know I'm a freak. And uh, I, I, uh, then the Jacks. The oh, so, oh, wait a minute. Wait, what? You gotta go back to Raw real quick. You gotta go back, back to SmackDown real quick. What happened?
1: And Raw, actually. Speak. Maggie James and Mandy Rose. That's all I
0: gotta say. Okay, we
1: can go back now
0: okay well for, for, first of all Mandy Rose enters this is like <laughs> you know what I'm saying so you know, like she already on my list but hey but yeah Candice LeRae brings out referees to try to hold back Gor, uh, John Gorgano, and Tommaso Chama gets in the ring he said if I get into that ring you still there I'm gonna end this and I'm like okay I, so uh, he gets in the ring Gorgano's outside he's actually trying to push referees off but referees actually doing their, their best to hold them back they're not doing one of them Brock Lesnar holdbacks you know what I'm saying so I thought that was refreshing. I mean, and, I want to hold that brother. So, yeah, well, I, you're right. But then but you know how you do the break apart boss. so people are not really trying to hold the back. He just stand there to be bodies. But Candice is actually pulling giant Gargano away and he's looking then Tomaso gets somebody to say, say, yeah, "Go ahead, follow your wife." Then he gets pissed. And then he just runs up <laughs> to the apron. <laughs> say what?
1: I just feel like this is such a Gargano thing to do.
0: It, the it way is. that he did it. You know? And I'm just like, he goes on the apron and then Ch- Chopper hits him off and he just falls right into Candice LeRae and it knocks her out. Now, honestly, we've seen Candice LeRae take some hard spots in the Indies, right?
1: Oh, very hard.
0: Yes. And, uh, I mean, primetime has a, what, what? What is the match that you wanted me to look up with Candice LeRae in it when she took the super kick with, with the, with the thumbtacks?
1: Oh, uh,. I can't think of the match exactly, but I know it's, it's just going to Candace LeRae get super kicked by the Young Bucks.
0: Oh, boy. Yeah. But so, she gets kicked so much by the Young Bucks. So, okay. yeah. So, I mean, I, I want to see some of her indie matches. But uh, so this happens here. And I'm sitting there. what you say? Quick. I said a quick note.
1: <laughs> her tag team partner is, is one of your favorites.
0: Which is? I have a lot of those. Joey Ryan yeah no thank you no thank you so yeah Candice LeRae uh gets not that I, I would like the better if she took she took, took like the hard bump like it, it looked like she hit her back or her head but you could tell she just like rolled over and was like plain knocked out I was like it don't matter you still look great, any, great to me anyway baby so Gorgano's just looking like oh my god like I did that and just like jumps down on her I'm just like wow way to like put all your pressure on her body cause <laughs> she you know she's small and uh they try to get help for Cancel Ray, so that's how NXT ends. I thought NXT was a decent show. Uh, I, I like that they're continuing on with the Gorgano Champa match because you already know Champa has to win this match, so we had a rubber match. But you know, uh, yeah, Champa Champa wins this, the like a
1: two out of three falls, or last minute standing, or whatever.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know what the case is. I mean, you can't go from one hardcore match to regular matches. You got to go from hardcore to hardcore to As like I go, yeah, keep going up. So I'm curious to see this. they probably going to have this match at takeover. Chicago. Honestly, if takeover Chicago, I think it's going to be a uh, Gargano and Ciampa. I don't know who's going to face Alistair Black, to be honest with you. I don't know. Lars Sullivan. La- oh, you think so? I'm telling you, it's Lars Sullivan. Oh shit. Oh, I forgot. You, you got spoiled. spoiler. You go to the tapings. Uh, spoiler alert guys. If, uh, Spoiler! I'm, gonna say, I'm 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 put the tags in the description so you have. So, wait, so, so it's a, so. Who's Chyna Baser gonna begin? Nikki Cross. That that should be pretty good. Uh, is uh wait. So wait. What, what's the card? Just tell me the card. It's
1: Undisputed Era versus Danny Birch and. Orny Norkin. Orny Team versus Ricochet. Lars versus Alistair. Nikki versus. Uh, Shayna and Gargano and Chompa
0: that seems to be pretty good I mean honestly it looks like that you know the Gargano and Chompa and the Ricochet and Velveteen dreams are what I'm looking forward to the most to be honest with you so
1: yeah I'm not I'm, I don't I'm, I don't really follow Danny Burch and, Only Lord, and so that's probably like the least match I'm excited for
0: I agree with it and they're going to be the opener though because we're going to have Velveteen and Ricochet open that open that thing so uh yeah so that was NXT this week so I'm glad I got those those uh those things out for you so now I want to see do we have any uh rumors t- t- today do you have any uh
1: I don't have any rumors per se I don't have any at all
0: all right we well, you know today because, you know, like I said, we're still trying to get over something. We're going to, I know there are wrestling rumors out there. There are. And, I mean, uh, they got stuff about, you know, money in the bank and, you know, things of that nature. But until I find some, like, deep rumors for you guys, I'll come back and put it in here. But right now, I'm just going to go right on to emails to finish out th- this podcast uh, today. So. Oh,
1: okay. Before we get emails, since we don't have nothing else, I'm going to talk about these T-shirts.
0: So, all right. T-shirts.
1: Have you seen the new t-shirts that they've been putting out?
0: No, I have not.
1: Okay, so you haven't seen the Ember Moore one?
0: No, I haven't. I haven't seen any of them. Yet. I haven't been on... Okay. okay.
1: Okay, these shirts look like a shirt I can make. They look like something D-D-D-O can make. Like, they plain... Just got... It's, one, it's like, okay, Small so Joe shirt. It's is it's like a dark military green and it says some more Joe. And on the back it says, I'm back, watch yours and that's it. And basic font.
0: Well I I didn't like the shirt that said Joe, Joe, Joe on there. So
1: And then the men's the men's shirt says and it's just A Lister and just normal blue shirt and white and white letter and it says A Lister.
0: Well, I like the first Ember Moon shirt that kinda looked like Another Rum studios logo but uh that's the one that my fiance has heard that ember moon shirt
1: no this ember moon shirt is a normal black shirt where like maybe where somebody's pick is it says ember moon across there that's it just the ember moon and on the back it says dawn of the moon dawn of the eclipse
0: these are what they call main roster shirts to, to test them out. That's how they do it. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't know why they that bad. They
1: so generic. They don't have no character to them.
0: I will have to go on W E shop and check these shirts out because I'll cool. I, I okay. take. You
1: know, was talking about the Velveteen Dream shirt. It's like worse than that. No, it's like worse than that shirt.
0: Yeah, the Velveteen Dream shirt. It, 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 I mean, it's colorful, but it, it, it's not. It don't fit his character. He needs something different. He need like you know smoke or something in there. Jordan. I don't know. He
1: need like a different color, different design, or something that matches personality.
0: I agree. I agree. But, uh, yeah,
1: that's what a t shirt is you know, it, capture, it captures the essence of the the, the
0: character. I agree. I agree. So, I, I will look into I will look at to see him. But, uh, let's just get into the emails real quick here. So, how do you guys send the email into us? Well, that's simple. You go to Coalition at gmail.com. Once again, that's Coalition at gmail.com, spelled C-O-A-L-I-T-I-O-N. <clears throat> if you're listening to us on YouTube, you just go over to the About tab and click on our email for business inquiries, and then also... If you listen to us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Speaker, iTunes, any of that nature, well, then just make sure y'all put in the email and in the subject type, wrestling topic. So we have here uh, one from the Last Place Winners, and it reads here that there are so many different eras of wrestling that I enjoy, but uh some, one that somebody was telling me about was the Rufus Aggression Era. What are some matches from that era I should watch to get into it? So uh, uh. now, for those who know me, know that I have the unpopular opinion, and the Rufus Aggression is, I think, the best era. I like it over the Attitude Era. It had the better wrestling than the Attitude Era, and I, it, it, it was it was tamed down, but it wasn't PG. So I love the Rufus Aggression era. And by, you know, by biases, I did like, going back on, I like the new generation area, even though it was kind of bad and corny. But I like, you know, gimmicks and stuff like that. But Rufus Aggression reminded me of, like, what good WCW was, but even better than that. So, some Rufus Aggression matches. What do you prioritize? You want me to go first, or you want to go first on which ones and you let's, do? Let's go trade back and forth
1: matches.
0: Okay. Well, the first one I'm saying right now is you got to go to SmackDown and watch Edge versus Eddie Guerrero, no disqualification match, 2002. Okay, okay. Huh? I was
1: saying, all right, I was, I was saying, I was checking
0: that. i about say, I, I can't, I, I can't hear you both time. So, I'm saying, uh, that was one of the probably best SmackDown no disqualification matches that you will see then and now. I know what to say so. Okay. Yeah. So Edge versus Eddie Guerrero, two thousand two, from SmackDown. Check no disqualification match. Check that out. All right.
1: What about Brock Lesnar versus Kurt Angle SmackDown in the Iron Man match?
0: Two thousand three, huh? Mhm. That match was that match was good. That match was good. The two thousand. I think I like that one better than the Shawn Michaels one they had. Which brings me to my next one: Shawn uh, Michaels okay. versus Kurt Angle.
1: WrestleMania
0: 2005. That was next on my list. Okay, all right. Yeah, Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle for us. The Vengeance one was good too. The one from Vengeance was good too, but the WrestleMania one was so much better. I, I, I. You never seen Shawn Michaels tap out, but yes, that match right there. You, you on edge the, the whole time.
1: Okay, I would say Kurt Angle versus Undertaker. I think it was Unforgiven.
0: Oh, six. No no way out in 2006.
1: No way out. Okay. I like that match.
0: Because well, it was... For starters, let's establish the Rufus Aggression Era. The Rufus Aggression Era is from 2002 to 2007. Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah. Uh, yes. So, yeah. People so wondering. Makes people wonder. Makes people wonder. Next on my list also is the very first Elimination Chamber. With oh. Triple H... Huh? Kill Triple H. Yes, Triple H, RVD, Shawn Michaels, Kane, Booker T, and Chris Jericho. The very first Elimination Chamber match was stuff of magic. And honestly, I don't think that they've actually had an Elimination Chamber match that has really come that close to it other than the one they had in 2017 with Cena, Ambrose, Styles, Wyatt, Miz, and Baron Corbin. Yeah, I, yes, I really like that match, too. I really that, that was one of the, the better... I think that that one was, was when it comes close to the very first one, because the very first one was really good. Now, it, it was kind of predictable, because, you know, we're in the reign of terror, Triple H era, but uh, I'm saying, yeah. Ch- check that one out as well. Okay. Uh,
1: I I mean, you, you don't name a, a lot of good ones.
0: Like, really, really Oh, man. Good. We in the Rufus Aggression There era, so many. So many. Okay, That's wait. Surprising. You said from what year's now? I just just saw so them clear. Ruf, Ruf, Rufus one, Aggression so era really from two, 2002 to 2007.
1: All right. All right. So, yes. Jeff Hardy versus Undertaker in
0: the latter match. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. I like that match. It was more a moment to me than it was a good match. If, if that makes sense. It told a great story. Now, I'm saying, hey, if, if it's on your just, list, isn't yes. is that
1: what
0: we want in the match is a great story? I mean, we do. I'm just saying, yeah. So, yeah, I, I would recommend yeah, Jeff Hardy versus uh, Undertaker for Raw uh, 2002 was a, was a really good one. Shawn Michaels versus Triple H unsanctioned match from uh, you... SummerSlam oh, 2002. On. Shawn come Michaels. On. First of all... That was probably the best SummerSlam in SummerSlam 2002, so check that one out. But yes, uh, Shawn Michaels versus Triple H, unsanctioned match, SummerSlam of 2002. Great match. Alright, I'll
1: be honest with this one, even though now for some reason, I, I don't know what happened, but I like this match very much, and this Edge versus John Cena. Which one? Yeah,
0: it was... Unforgiven, TLC. No, oh, no, that was Unforgiven, TLC. Unforgiven two thousand six. Yes, Unforgiven two thousand six.
1: When he, yes, yes,
0: that was a good match. Very. Okay. Good. Uh yes. Uh, Unforgiven two thousand six. Edge versus in in Toronto, his hometown. So, yeah, that that yeah, was a good match. Everybody wins in their hometown. You said what? What did you say? Oh yeah. Um, I got I actually I got two. Uh, also, Kurt Angle versus Rey Mysterio SummerSlam of 2002. That same SummerSlam. That's why I said it's one of the great SummerSlams. That that was a zero to 100 match right there, when Rey Mysterio first okay. debuted on Kurt Angle. And then I'm gonna, uh-huh. throw, I'm gonna throw another one out there real quick. Kurt Angle versus Crispin Benoit Royal Rumble 2003. I, I, was, I knew he was gonna say that. Uh, yeah. Kurt Angle vs Crispin wild The Royal Rumble two thousand three. Now that's a match right there. That's a t- that's a match right there. So make sure you check that one out. I was gonna
1: I was gonna say it, but I was gonna say it. Oh well, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I was gonna say
0: Kurt Angle versus Bacon right there. Kurt Angle versus who? Bacon, yeah. Who? Who? Who Oh, ooh. oh, who yeah, yeah, no thank you. Can you think of any more?
1: I can think of a lot more, but the years are getting to me. Uh actually I'm 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 done for
0: now. Uh I'm not. Uh money the first ever money in the bank for WrestleMania twenty one. The first one. Edge, Christian, Kane, Shelton Benjamin, uh Crispin Wye, and Jericho. I like that one. I like that one. That, that's probably got, one of I the best one. ones, and Shawn Benjamin just showed his ass off all in that matchup.
1: Oh yes, he was. He oh yes, that was Shawn Benjamin. Was, was like, hey, I'm having a come out party in this Money in the Bank match. Come come see me.
0: Uh, if you're still drawing the blank, there's Batista no, versus. okay, I got one. I got one. Okay.
1: Shawn Michaels versus John Cena on Raw in London.
0: Oh, when went an hour. Yes, yes. You know what? I'll give you that one. That 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 match that that is all right. That match is pretty. That match pretty all right. Uh, I have two Batista matches here. I don't know if I okay. save. I, I don't know if I save one for you, but uh, I have Batista versus Undertaker WrestleMania twenty three. Okay. The match nobody thought was gonna be good, and they they shocked the world, and they, that match is all that. So. Uh, then I had Batista versus Triple H Hell in the Cell at Vengeance. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I make sure y'all yeah, put that one down there. So, yes, at Vengeance.
1: Well, this is just a match for a nostalgic. Touch.
0: If you if you say Rick, put it on there. if you say Ric Flair versus Vince, I'm done.
1: No, no, I was going.
0: I was... Don't don't do that.
1: I was actually, I was actually going to say, Rock in Austin, two thousand three WrestleMania, just because I really, I really like how it how it was done.
0: I mean, with that being Austin's match. I thought that was the second best. I thought that that was the that was the second best out of the three that they had. But I still think Shawn versus Jericho from that same preview was the better match. Oh yes, I like that match too in the end because uh, Jericho still had his heat. Exactly. So Chris Jericho, Shawn Michaels. If y'all, yeah, check check that one out. I, I was
1: you know if I wanted to put if I wanted to
0: say Hogan and Vince. Oh, um, I don't know because you know <laughs> it's that Mr. America shit afterwards. It's like, do you really want him to watch that? Hey,
1: you gotta watch the match, not the. You can watch the match, not the actual
0: thing. I would say the whole 2007 Royal Rumble where Sean and Undertaker had like a mini match at the end of it to see who's going to win and it started out with Ric Flair and Finley. I, I really like that match.
1: And Great Khalid came in there <laughs> looking
0: stupid. He did. There, 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 were, there, there were a lot of Rufus Aggression matches that I was just like, yeah, you you need to... Mick Foley no, or Cactus Jack versus Randy Orton Backlash 2004. Hardcore match.
1: Oh, well, I mean, might as well say Edge
0: versus McFoley. No, no, you know, that was good. That was a really good match. But this one put Randy Orton on the map, though. Oh, yeah. And uh, if yeah. I had to yep. say, I think the Randy Orton match was better than the Edge match. Even though Edge match Edge had by- a better finish. The Edge match had a better finish. But I, I think that's what made the match.
1: More famous in, the, in in some people's opinion because
0: of the Flaming Table. Yeah, okay, the Flaming Table because, you know, and the leader was out there so it, the finish was great, but the whole overall match, first of all, Mick Foley was in the best shape of his career when he won against Randy Orton. Yeah, that's ironic. Man, he was like wrestling for like 30 years before that. I mean, he was looking like Mankind Mind Games uh, Mick Foley, but you know what? that's just it's one of the things just to name a few but those matches right there really stand out and help shape the Rufus Aggression Era and I really recommend that, that you check it out I mean if you want to check something out for moments to start of the ruthless Aggression Era Kurt Angle Cena when he slapping him he says you know what are you here for Ruthless Aggression and they he takes him out You know, that wasn't a great match but still Kurt, Kurt Angle putting over the the younger guy I mean I can also talk about worse matches in the Rufus Aggression Era but you know I don't want to waste no more time, you know what I'm saying?
1: You can also go to, you know, just just this last one, go to Lita versus Trish if you want to see some women matches.
0: Oh yeah, main event of Raw 2004.
1: Yes, go to that one. That was that, that was back when women wasn't really like how they are now, so
0: I, I will say that, but a match I like better than that one, though, because that match was a lot for the moment of the main event Raw. I still think Mickey James versus Trish in WrestleMania 22. Was, yeah.
1: uh, it's a moment that you won't see if you go back and watch it, so uh, you just know.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, I wasn't in the league like everybody else was, just saying. Now, I'm
1: talking about it's a moment in the, in the Trish and Mickey match
0: that, that, that oh, you saw. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. But, uh,. Okay guys that is it so if you're just on YouTube post your comments down below What are some fa- Rufus Aggression Matches that you guys like and also talk with us And by emailing us at coalition at gmail.com Once again that's coalition at gmail.com Spell c-o-a-l-i-t-i-o-n So uh, yeah, make sure you guys uh, check us out and make sure you check out Spacious Productions as well as a uh, production company where they do the market dark show every weekend so you guys can make sure you check that out talk about all days in geek culture like I said apologize for not having this uh up last week but hopefully you guys enjoy your Memorial Day weekend I don't know if you're going to a barbecue or not but I wish I was going to a barbecue anybody cooking you, you, you cooking primetime
1: no no I'm just gonna be sitting here
0: <laughs> working right. on my Universe mode coming up. Yes, so you, yes make sure you guys check out the Universe mode because finally, me and Prime are going to get together. Elimination Chamber, you guys should be watching, is, is this weekend as this podcast is going on. And he has Lethal Lockdown going on this weekend as well, right? Is that right, Prime Time? Yep, Lethal Lockdown. Yeah, so make sure you guys check all that out because after Lethal Lockdown, after the Elimination Chamber, it is WWE versus TNA at survivor series the battle of the brands the ultimate universe pay-per-view crossover we're having the first time me and project were trying to do this we tried to do it last year but let's just be honest we all fell out of w2k17's universe mode but now to 2k18 has kept me interested more enough to do the universe mode so me and prior i'm going to be the first ever big crossover it may be four or five parts long but you know what y'all not gonna care because y'all gonna be all up in that. and we got plans for you we got matches for you guys y'all gonna really really enjoy it. primetime so sell, sell your half
1: yeah man look we're gonna destroy them we gonna crush them we go gonna... <laughs> okay i'm kidding well we, we have a lot of stuff planned uh we have uh I can't. I
0: can get so much okay. It's, 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 it's okay. I take the mic back. So, what I need y'all to do is make sure if y'all on YouTube, hit that subscribe button on the Nerd Coalition. Check my uh my over on my channels, and you'll see Prime Time. Go click on his channel, hit subscribe, and I want you guys to check out both shows back and forth. You check out my Universe Mode, then you go over and check out his because storylines are going to be. Intertwining like the MCU, you got to make sure you see all the movies before you get to the Infinity War. So that's what it's going to be like. So make sure y'all check out both shows. And then hopefully, the plan is hopefully, the first weekend in June is when we're going to. Oh, wait, a minute, hold on. First weekend in June is next weekend. The second weekend in June, I believe, is we're going to have. To part 1, 2, and 3 4 and 5, we're going to have all that up for you guys So make sure y'all stay tuned Now if it's earlier, I'm going to let y'all know But right now, the second weekend of June Because next week is the first week uh, The first weekend of June And I don't know if we're going to have enough time But the second weekend of June Guarantee we're going to have All the Survivor Series crossover So we're going to promote that heavily So make sure you guys do all that So once again this is NC and Place to Be, Channel 20, Mr. A&D, and uh, not Deion Sanders, but Primetime. All right, everybody. All right, and Q-Flow, wherever you at with that sweet soul music, brother, take us out.